Look, I know it's been a few weeks since the MLB trade deadline passed, but I still don't understand why the Baltimore Orioles traded Trey Mancini. And yes, people will argue, well, they got a couple pitchers out of it. They got a couple guys that they can throw in their farm system and hope that in a couple years they might pan out. They got a couple mid-level pitchers, and one of them won't even be able to play all of next year because he's getting Tommy John surgery. But beside that, Trey Mancini was the heart and soul of the team. Plain and simple. He, he was the heart and soul. And beyond just the fact that his numbers were essentially the best on the team, you know, if you look, he was leading the team in batting average. I think he was leading in RBIs when he got traded. Um, he was probably up there in home runs, things like that. But it's all the intangibles that are more of what I'm talking about. The fact that he is a leader inside and out of the clubhouse. And the fact that the city of Baltimore has always taken to him. Since he got drafted and made his MLB debut, Trey Mancini has been a fan favorite in Baltimore. Since 2016, when he made his Major League debut, people have loved him in Baltimore. And I get the fact that, okay, yes, he's on an essentially expiring contract with a player option for next year, but it still doesn't make sense that you would trade him for two mid-level prospects when you already have the number one farm system in baseball and when you are fighting for a playoff spot. The Orioles at the trade deadline were right there, right there for a wild card spot. And they just went ahead and they traded both Trey Mancini and Jorge Lopez, their all-star closer, their lone all-star. Now, the Jorge Lopez thing, I got over, not because they got four pitchers out of him or anything like that, but because he was a guy that, no matter what, I'm still all for trading a guy when he maximizes his value. Jorge Lopez, the Hutter's career, has not been a great great pitcher so the fact that he was one of the best closers in baseball trade him all his values there because you have that bullpen but with Trey Mancini again he is the heart and soul of the team he's a leader in the clubhouse and he has all the intangibles that you can't replace you know I think a lot of people might have thought that they were trying to replace that when they traded for Brett Phillips because you know, he's a really perky guy. He's an upbeat guy. He's a guy that has playoff experience, making it to the World Series. But he already got designated for assignment. But with Trey Mancini, you have a guy who has experience. You have a guy who has embraced the city of Baltimore. And in turn, the city of Baltimore embraced him. He knows exactly what Oriole magic is. And more than that, he has stuck by the team through it all, through their ups and downs, through the fact that the last five years, they've been basically the worst team in baseball. But he came back anyway. He decided to stay with the team. And then all of a sudden, he has a player option that's $10 million for next year, and they go ahead and trade him. So not only does it not make sense from that standpoint, from the standpoint that, you know, Again, he brings all the intangibles, 
but also the fact that what's that gonna say to the guys that are coming up in the system right now you know guys like Adley Rutschman guys like Kyle Stowers you know when uh, Jackson Holiday comes up when those guys come up you're gonna be like well after a while they might just wind up trading me even when we're in a playoff spot and even when I'm playing well so you know why would I stay with them and be traded potentially to a team I don't necessarily want to go to rather than when I'm a free agent I can sign wherever so from that standpoint because because of the loyalty factor that's going to make it a lot more difficult to hold on to a lot of these guys in the future as well you know and I get they're looking toward that as well they're looking toward the future but here and now they're in a playoff position and they went ahead and trade the guy who's been there the longest who the fans love the fans adore and just because they want to get a couple mid-level pitchers and potentially maximize his value it just it makes no sense and the fact that they just didn't want to risk having to pay him $10 million if he picked up his player option next year is absolutely ridiculous. For a team with the lowest payroll, I think you can take on a guy who's getting paid $10 million for one year. And more than that, there's people who are saying, well, maybe he'll come back, you know, maybe he'll decline his player option and come back to the team next year. Why would he do that after what they did to them? To him, I should say, it, it just it baffles my mind that people think that way you know he was a guy that even in his last game he was so emotional and he didn't even know if he was getting traded or not that was the thing they didn't even really talk to him about whether or not he was going to get traded and then they just go ahead and trade him they go ahead get a couple prospects out of him that who knows if they'll pan out and that's that that's the end of the player's career you know his tenure the longest tenured player on the team. And again, you can't replace the intangibles. So even if the Orioles go ahead and they make the playoffs, then what will they do? Because they don't have a guy that has been there before. And yeah, Trey Mancini didn't play when they were in the wild card game in 2016, but he was still there. He was still part of the team. He knows what a playoff atmosphere is like. They don't really have anybody on the team like that. And especially guys, they don't have any players that have been on the Orioles to make the playoffs before. So you don't have any experience with that. So to even try to make a run, that's a lot more difficult than people want to want to say. You can have all this magic in the regular season as much Oriole magic as it takes to get to the playoffs. But when it comes playoff time, you got to be the best of the best. And when you don't have that leader, and I'm not saying that there aren't any other leaders in the clubhouse, but when you don't have a guy like Trey Mancini, who knows how to fire up the team, who knows how to fire up the city, who knows how to put the city on his back, the team on his back, it's just... It's, It's a whole different animal. And I'm not saying that he would be the difference between them even winning one series or, you know, winning a couple series. 
but he would have made a much bigger difference than people want to give him credit for and want to say and that's just it doesn't make sense if they were nowhere near the playoffs if they were as bad as they have been that would be completely different trade him to the Astros give him a chance to you know play for a really good team but (laughs) the fact that they trade him while their team is playing as well as it as they were it just doesn't make sense you mess with the chemistry of the team as well because you say well we're taking a guy who has all this heart all this soul out of the lineup it 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 just it doesn't make sense so again I I don't understand why you would trade a guy like Trey Mancini and that's something that can ultimately come back to bite you not just now but like I said for years to come when you have all these other guys who again you have the number one farm system in baseball but if these guys are coming up and they're like hey what if they do the same thing to me it, it just it's not a good look it just doesn't make sense and I just I don't think that that was as well thought out as people think it is and to me it it will never make sense it will never make sense to trade a guy like Trey Mancini when your team is in the position that they were in at the trade deadline. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hot Takes Only podcast. As always, I'll be keeping the mic hot for the next episode.